0: What about that? It's pretty
1: great. I mean, he's got a great voice.
0: You know, you know, I heard this guy. Okay. So I'm going through TikTok and then all of a sudden I see this really good looking like 40 year old mom dancing around in the kitchen <laughs> to one of his songs. Now this is Josh Kaiser. Uh-huh. He is from a little town right outside of Chattanooga called Cleveland, Tennessee. And he's making a big buzz around town. I'm telling you what, this guy has got vocals. Like, the first time that I heard it, I thought, "Mm, a little bit of Chris Stapleton. Maybe Jordan would like this guy, and that's when I texted it to you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I listened to it after you sent me the link, and I'd heard the name, and I feel like I've actually heard one of the songs before. Um, Yeah, he's really talented. He's got a great voice. It's very similar to Stapleton um i love you know when people from small towns make it because i'm from a small town uh i appreciate that and yeah i mean
0: check out this one right here it's called god's been good to me God sure has been good to him vocally. That's for yes. sure.
1: That's for sure. I love when, you know, somebody hits that note like, oh, uh, and you, I mean, you just, you know, tell the face they're making. It's like that little stinky face. Yeah Like something stinks, but oh, they're just giving it. Yeah. I you like know, you know a funny notes. story,
0: man. When When I was like five years old, I was riding through town with my grandpa. I heard a country singer on there just giving it like that. And I was like, grandpa, I think he had a headache. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, because I could see him going, oh, my, <laughs> of course, you know, my little five-year-old self, but yeah. uh, it was kind of crazy. So that is Josh Kaiser. You guys go check him out on TikTok, Facebook, anywhere that you can Google him. He is there. Here's the song that got me from the beginning.
1: My baby's on the- name's ryan and i'm jordan
0: and we are the country
1: music critic
0: yes sir now we have somebody in the house with us that i'm very very proud of of. i'm telling you what he he really has changed my life and that's mr jeff bates (laughs) i've never had a better
2: introduction ever ever (laughs) i don't i don't
0: it was, it was what, all what I, could I to change mine. I was glad to know <laughs> that I had an
2: impact on yours.
0: I'm yeah. telling you what, man. I, I, I can't start this out without starting about the first time that I met you. So, 2004 was my senior year in high school. I was standing in line to get my picture made for the yearbook. There was a girl in front of me, and she was beautiful, and I never had the nerves to talk to her, but she knew that I was a country singer. The principal comes up. My buddy's behind me, and he said, we got to move Kevin to the front of the line. He's going to go play a show. And she turned around, and she looked so excited. And my buddy, without missing a beat, said, oh, don't worry. It's just a nursing home. (laughs) And I was going to go play a nursing home. But they they joked with me that I would (laughs) never get to play in that gym. And a year from that, we had you come up and do the Relay for Life for us. Had a massive crowd. And you were the first country artist that I got to open for, and at that and you did time, an amazing life, job, man! I, I'm telling you what, you blew me away. It was like everything that a kid had dreamed of, and it's right there in front of you. It's like smelling the chicken, but it ain't your turn to eat it yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you, you is that a country song? It could it should be, be, right? I right? Call somebody and ask them. But yeah, that that was a phenomenal night, and. You know, you brought me up on stage, and uh, you queued up a uh, slow hand with a girl that I was dating at the time. You yeah. really – you made me feel 10 feet tall and bulletproof in that small town. I'm telling you.
2: Thank so. you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I enjoyed meeting you. It was great. You, you were kind. You wasn't putting on any airs. Same as you are now. I'm so different. You know, and that's, that's all. we all just people. Right. We all just folks. I don't know who says that. But I've heard it before. Yeah. Well, just folk. Yeah. And 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 I enjoyed that about you. Loved you singing. Loved your show. It's just, uh, this is just part of who we are. As you know, if it was an art gallery, we'd be comparing paintings or drawings or something. You know, exactly. I'll show you yours if you show me mine,
0: right. Or something. I've like gotten
1: in trouble for that before.
2: Yeah, easy now. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but I got to be, be honest. Fun. I want to i want to stop everybody for a minute this i mean ever since this got set up to explain to you how nervous ryan has been because he is like he's like i can't he said i'm just so nervous i said but you've met him he said doesn't matter it's like my idol i can't i can't i mean you're the greatest
0: of all time in my book (laughs) I mean, uh, vocally, and and the thing that I want everybody to know is is Jeff is just as good on stage as he is when he gets off. It. I mean, you're just you're unreal in my book, and I mean, I
2: appreciate it. Thank you. We, we just, we're
0: we're blown away <laughs> that you, that you would join our show. I mean, this man, this you're will my, be my, the you're greatest. my friend.
2: You've been my friend a long time, and uh, you always will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long
0: was it, Jordan? Sixteen years.
1: Sixteen years.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, I, and I'll say right now, I, I have, I have a lot of
0: friends. I have a lot of,
2: you know, you, you have a handful of people that are, are close to you on a daily basis because you interact with them mm-hmm. on a daily basis. And then you have other people that are great friends. I have great friends that I had not talked to in four or five years. Yeah. And I guess, you know, you could say shame on him. Uh, oh, the people that people that are my friends and I'm their friends, we can pick up I, I my one my dearest friend in Mississippi was my ex-brother in law. His name was Lavon Brazil. I called him Von Zill. <laughs> and and that's what he, everybody called him, you know. And we were we were inseparable. And and he passed away a few years ago from uh multiple sclerosis. But the thing about it was we could go a couple of years once I moved away from Mississippi we go a couple of years and not say a word to one another. And as soon as we had a conversation, we were right back to like it was yesterday, the last time we met. And I love, I love, I love having friends like that. Specifically in our business, because man, you get busy and you get trying to point it in a direction and trying to get where you're going. And sometimes you forget to call folks, but you know what? I love.
0: Well, we love you too, Jeff. And, uh, I'm t- I tell you, somebody else who uh, who become a major fan that day was my grandmother. She picked you up and took you to the hotel. She was the yep. driver, and you gave her an autographed picture. And I tell you right now, if you walked in her front door in the living room, it's still there. Is it really? Yeah, she Never was a I major fan. I sure will. I sure will. <laughs> so it's funny you
1: said that because that's that was what he said. He said every time he meets. Uh, a woman fan after a show he says hey baby yeah, <laughs> you used to
0: do the whisper I, thing i, I can't do, yeah. that. Still do it. yeah yeah still do it still wow yeah
1: it's
2: it's it's cheesy but it's a lot of fun and and uh you know you use cheesy fun things to get to know folks better and right and kind of break the ice with them
1: and you got uh, the voice for it too so that helps
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah you got a perfect voice for it
0: thank you man mm-hmm. So, I guess we'll get started. So, um, as everybody knows, your birthday September the 19th, 1963. It is. Yeah. <laughs> did you know what the number one song was, the number one country song when you were born? I did not. It was Abilene.
2: Abilene, Abilene. Yep. We just time that I've ever seen.
0: That was Women it. Women there
2: don't treat you mean. And Abilene. My Abilene. Awesome. Awesome. My mama mama had an old beat-up record player that that she had her her whole life. And it was just one of those opened up with a fold-out speakers, you know, portable right there on the table. And she had a collection of records that went back many, many years from, from the 70s I mean, many years back, from the 70s backwards, you know. Right. Abilene was on that record.
0: Wow. Isn't that something?
2: And how many times did I go to sleep in my bed at night listening to Abilene? Right. That's cool. I didn't know so, it was a number one song. <laughs>
0: so now, if we build up from the beginning, when was the time that you realized, okay, I'm pretty good at this? I ain't there yet. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I, when, you, when when the, when it started burning in your heart to where you knew that you couldn't do anything else in life unless you tried to do this.
2: You know, you know what there there were there were it happened in steps for me. Um the first time that I sat down when I was 11 or 12 years old and I played the guitar in my mom and daddy's living room. And three or four of them actually sat down and listened and says, it's pretty good. You keep on practicing, you can do something. And so, um, you know, my daddy never said a word about it. Daddy wasn't going to brag on it. But I had aunts and uncles that liked it. Yeah. The next time was, um, I'll skip to the major ones. When I was, I was 17, I'd returned from Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, boot boot camp, uh, training in for the National Guard Army. And a friend of mine was playing at a nightclub down in uh, uh, Columbia, Mississippi. He said, why don't you come down here and and sing on Saturday night with me? Just get up and sing two or three songs. And old Jesse there, you know, we play six nights a week. He might give you $25 a night if you'll come out there and and, uh, uh, get up and sing with us every Saturday night. If he likes you singing, I ain't saying any will because he's contrary, you know? Yeah. So I, so I went and I was really nervous and they called me up and I sung George Jones. I sung Conway Twitty and I sung an Elvis song. And Jesse met me as a, and the crowd went crazy, you know? Right. And, and I, I came off stage, Jesse met me and he says, How'd you like to come to work for me six nights a week, this band, I'll give you $50 a night. Well, that was, uh, what, 1980, 81. Um, that was a lot of money for Columbia, Mississippi. That's more than I was making in the oil field Yeah, and it was cash. So I said, yes, sir. I'd love to do that. He said, can you play bass guitar? I said, I've never played a bass guitar. He said, Can you play acoustic guitar? I said, I can play the dog out of acoustic guitar. He said, Same thing, sa- same as the top four strings on it. Here, you, here you, you you, take this bass guitar. And he gave me one of those Paul McCartney basses, you know, they're like a yeah. fiddle with a long neck on it. He said, You take his thing here and practice till you get you, afford to buy you one and uh, come back here Monday night and know these songs. And so I called the next day, quit my. I quit my uh, oil field job. Thought I'd done hit it big time, you know. Right. And that's that's when I knew that I wanted to do it. I didn't know how how able I would would be, you know. Right. But to me, I was already a star in my own head. Not not in a swelled up way, but my God, how cool is that?
0: Right, Nothing right. like get this paid. has ever happened
2: to me in my life. And I really, really thought, boy, I, I'm, I'm moving on up. You right. know, now now knowing what I know now, I should have ran.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I was dumb and I was stupid. But it was a good way to get your foot in and, and, and start paying. You know, people call it paying your dues. I think it's more of, of learning your craft and learning, yeah. you know, Right. learning to be an entertainer and, and that kind of stuff. I fell hard and got up and tried again.
0: Right. And, you know, I think that's what's hurting uh, the music nowadays is, is there's so many people who are landing in a record deal with never stepping in a bar. And, I mean, I loved the climb. I You know, I gained a lot of my fans by just playing county fairs or going to somebody's house afterwards and just playing music for them. And I think it's, it's it's a different world now because you could put a song on TikTok and, you know, here you are with half a million, you know, clicks. I mean, it's <coughs> – I yeah. don't know. It just kind of takes it away from the, the road <clears throat> days, you know, before the fame, you know.
2: We were a lot more freer 40 years ago to be us, make our music, and – and go out there, and, and of course, I don't know everything. Everything's got to be so politically correct nowadays because because of this,
0: right?
2: You know, one wrong move and it's out there for the world to see. One wrong word, one mistake, and right. man, they jump on you. It's it's like being it's like being um. See, I have to chew my words carefully right now, but I was gonna say it's like being a midget on a, on on football field holding the football with all those big players running at you and you wind up buried under the whole lot of them. Right. If you make one wrong move, if you, if you make the snowflakes mad, you know, yeah. if, if, if you're not politically correct and, and, and um, I don't know, it, it makes it hard. On one hand, I know my fans and, and the people who buy my music and listen to my music and come to my shows, they don't want to hear me talk about politics no. or religion. Right. Um, on the other hand, I'm human, and and it's not my job to try to influence people into well, vote for this or, or or you know don't forget God. All I all I can do is share my experience. So, you know, I'm about to become of the mind of it. To heck with them. I'm gonna say what I want to say and what I think, and if somebody wants to get mad about it, let them real.
1: Right. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you kind of along those lines. uh, And all the questions I ask you, if you if you don't want to answer, you don't have to. I got (laughs) scared. All right. Um, What was your opinion of the whole issue with Morgan Wallen? You know how he made the comment that he thought he was making to his friend, and it somehow got videotaped i was just wondering, you know, your, you know, insight on it. My insight. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge, huge
2: deal and drama made out of out of out of loose tongue. Yeah. yeah, might have had a few too much to drink. Said a little more than he should have. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. It ought to be enough. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Right. Instead of uh, well, the record label has done this. I think you got now. Now flip it over. he got more great publicity out of that, even though it was negative publicity than than anything you'd done up to that point. Exactly.
1: He did did for sure.
2: So all the haters actually made him famous, more famous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a double-edged sword. Be careful who you pick on because that old midget might get up and have a cape on. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I agree. That's
1: that's the way I look at it. Like, and we all make mistakes in life.
2: Oh my God.
1: If you you know crucified every person for making a single mistake, yeah, you know, nobody's going to have a chance to do anything in life. So let
2: he who is without sin cast the first stone.
1: Exactly. Amen.
2: Uh, and, and and if everybody abided by that, the rocks would stay on the ground. Unfortunately, most people don't, and the rocks are flying. Damn!
1: I think a lot of that's got to do with you know i understand from all three of us uh you know uh, god is a big part of our lives but anymore it's not the case you know you see he's yeah you know, drifting away from a lot of people or yeah. actually i should say a lot of people are drifting away from him but and it, it's not it's not viewed you know the same way that it used to be and i think when you have empathy you know, for your fellow man you know, for your neighbor, you know, so to speak, you know, yeah. then it's a lot, it's a lot better for everybody. I mean, cause I, I, I've made a thousand mistakes, if not more, Yeah, I'd say yeah. probably more and I'll make a thousand more mistakes, but I mean, as long as I grow from them and I don't <clears throat> repeat myself, then I'm growing. And I, I think mm-hmm. that's the way everybody should be. And that's the way everybody should look at it.
2: But So let me ask you y'all something. Now here's the deal. If I am minding my own business and I'm not bothering a soul and I'm not trying to change your opinion and I'm of a mind to share my opinion, you have the option to walk away. You have the option to turn it off. You have the option to not listen. Um, uh, since it's my phone and my page and and my platform um, you know, if I want to say something, I'm going to say something. I try, Mm -hmm. I try to be very careful. Let me say this. I try to be very careful not to be divisive or or upset people, you know, Mm -hmm. but at the end of it all, if you're minding your own business, you're not bothering anybody and you learn from your mistakes. And as you learn from your mistakes, what you will find yourself doing is pulling away. From being in crowded places and things like that where right. you know what I mean? You kind of right. keep to yourself. I'm
1: yeah.
2: I'm enjoying my place by myself. Right. Um so if the if you learn that and you're minding your own business at the end of your life, how who do you have to answer to when you land on your deathbed? All the haters? They ain't no. going to impact where I go afterwards either way. No. Right. So, and and probably once they get there, they'll realize that. But I hope, and I hope they don't have to get to the, that far into it right. for the say,
0: Yeah. wow,
2: well, I should have shut my mouth and let people be be themselves a long time ago. Yep. You ain't accomplishing nothing by beating people up. No. can't get along with somebody, leave them alone.
0: Right.
1: 100%.
2: And if they can't get along with you, they need to leave you alone. 100%.
0: We agree 100%. Yeah.
2: yeah. It ain't hard. It ain't rocket science.
0: So now, when you meet people after the end of uh, every show, what inspired you to want to be that type of artist that, you know, gave yourself away at the end of the show to where they could have that one-on-one session? With?
2: These people have, have listened to me wherever they heard my music at. They work every day just like me they make a dollar and they don't take that dollar and they're going to come spend it to see me and spend their time listening to my music, which is what I've wanted them to do my whole life. Who am I? Who who thinks they're too good to go stand out there and shake a hand and sign an autograph. You ought to be ashamed mm-hmm. of yourself if you do. I'll stand out there and sign every last one of them. I owe them.
0: They don't owe me. That is Awesome. You know, you're one of the very few cool. artists that do that, you know? I've yeah. been to a lot of concerts where, you know, you'd be lucky to even see them on stage, you know, let alone afterwards. So my hat's off on you, you know, for that one too, because that that right there, I, and I've seen you play in small places and I've seen you play in big places and you treat them all the same, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. you got to treat people like you want to be treated, unless you means you in your
0: face and then get rid of them. <laughs> Let's say, Jordan, do you have a question or do you want me to keep rolling? Uh,
1: let me. Oh, uh, okay. I'll ask you one. I have a few that I've you know, written down. I'm you know, trying to figure out which one fits in best. Um, I see all your instruments behind you.
2: Yeah.
1: Is there one that you consider your favorite? Like it's a child almost. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you had one that meant the most or that, you know, for some reason you've got a mean, connection mean with, a
2: you know, this one right here is my fans bought me this guitar for my, for my birthday. Wow. Um, helped me get one because I had worn my road guitar out. And that one means an awful lot to me. Yeah. And then I have some that are gifts from 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 people that built them, and and then some I really work my butt off to try to find and get. You know, mm-hmm. um, they all my, they're like my songs; they're all my babies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so now, what is the most important? Like, if you had to pick, um, you know, one, which that kind of contradicts jordan's question so i'm gonna hold off on that one all (laughs) right let's just start with the song list so um the first song that i heard you do was i want to make you cry my dad told me he said there's this guy named jeff bates he just played hartsville tennessee everybody loved him go check him out so i pulled up i want to make you cry and phenomenal i mean that song how did that song come about
2: That was my first songwriting appointment with Kenny Beard. And he walked in and he said, hi, I'm Kenny Beard. And he's, he's a big hit songwriter, you know, a writer on Where the Stars and Stripes and the Eagles Fly and If the World Had a Front Porch and, and all that stuff there. And he, and he became just one of my very dearest friends and, and co-manager for, for a long time. He said, I got an idea for a song. I said, okay. He said, it's a nasty song. I said, okay. He says, in fact, it's so nasty that Ronnie Dunn refused to write it with me. I said, all right, I'm in. What's it called? Right. And he says, uh, it's called I Want to Make You Cry. I said, okay, what's the premise of it? And he said, it's a good cry. It's a happy cry. It's a feel-good cry. And I said, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm in. He said, okay, so here's what we're going to do is he loved church's fried chicken, right? He said, we're going to write that first verse. And that course. Then we're gonna go get some fried chicken over at church's fried chicken. Then we're gonna come back over here and we're gonna spoon up on that couch over, and we're gonna take us to country and western nap. And when we wake up, we're gonna finish that second verse. What you think about that? And I said, You want know, the inside or the outside?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is awesome. Wow. And I saw
2: the song. I mean, I know he did that to uh oh golly, what's that guy's name? Scotty. Toby Keith a whole lot he did the Scotty oh Scotty yeah left. Scotty uh, it's not Emmerich is it yeah
0: Scotty, Scotty, Emmerich. Emmerich.
2: Yeah. It Scotty yeah. Emmerich Scotty left for lunch and didn't come back
0: <laughs> wow so now what about Long Slow Kisses
2: first song I ever
0: wrote uh, wrote when I moved to Nashville
2: wrote it with Gordon Bradbury and Ben Hayslip they were giving me a shot at writing with professional songwriters you know I'd never done that before and uh, I had the idea. I lived the idea. And so when I got there, just they just let me kind of pour, pour my words out. And they, they fixed them and pointed me in the right direction. And I was high as a giraffe's tail.
0: Mm-hmm. I, was,
2: I, was, I was addicted to meth at that time.
0: When, so how long did you have that song before radio heard it?
2: Probably two years.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I guess that leads into our next one. One Second Chance. What a phenomenal song. Even My life. Me me too. I mean, I heard. it. Excuse me. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I'm not a writer on
2: that. It got pitched to me by, uh, I can't, I'm not great with names, but anyway, it got pitched to me while we were recording the uh, Rainbow Man CD, and I said, oh my God, I got to record this. This is a story of my life. And so I got in contact with, uh, we, we got in contact with these, the writers on the song and asked for a day with them because the, the original version was written in third person. And I wanted to sing it first person because it's, it's every bit of it's true other than, than I have a daughter instead of a son, but it, it, it was my life. It was my addiction. It was my, my struggle, my, Redemption, you know, and and I I, I I had hoped that it would help people, and so that's that's what we did. So it did. a day later, after writing, working with three or four co-writers on that song, and I'm not a writer on it. I didn't want to be. I just wanted to get it first person. Yeah, and the end result, I think, has been phenomenal over the past twenty years.
0: Well, what's so crazy is you know when I met you in 2005, I never realized how much in the future that your music would be a part of my life because when it gets to the line, hey, have you been convicted of a crime? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm in that same boat and I walked yeah. my, my ass off to get it off my record. But you know, a lot of people, as soon as they see it, they automatically write you off. You know, oh, it's yeah. just like, ah, uh, you know, that right, rock
2: though, and
0: yeah. 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 It, it's, it's just crazy. But that song. So now also, didn't Takamini give you a guitar that you had specially just for the video, right?
2: Yeah, used it used it, used it in the video. Um, in fact, it, it now belongs to a good friend of mine, Ed Smith, down in uh, Louisiana. He meets Louisiana. He owns a big company there, and he's got it on display right along beside George Jones and Conway Twitty stuff, you know, wow. the guitarist.
0: Now, wasn't that stolen from you one time? That guitar it was, was
2: it was stolen from you you're so right it was yeah. stolen from me and the detective that grilled me to death when I got arrested I mean he wore me out yeah. it's the same detective that found that guitar for me
0: Wow <laughs> such a yeah. full circle moment mm-hmm. you know God's world is small small man yeah, I'm telling you it
1: truly is
0: Jordan before I go to the next do you want to uh, include a, a question?
1: No, why don't you go ahead? Okay. My right. question so, don't fit
0: right here. Here we are with uh, the Love song. Now, what about that song? Could you tell us some history on the Love song?
2: Love song. Kenny Beard calls me up in the middle of the night says, I got this song idea. I said, Okay, what's it called? He said, Love. I said, Well, that ain't never been done before.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we're,
2: we're smart at together. Yeah. I said, he said, I know, I know, I know. Listen to this. And so he played that little riff on the piano and then sung a little bit of the chorus melody. And I said, stop right there. How soon can we write that? He said, well, Casey Bethard is coming to write with me tomorrow. Why don't you join us and we'll write it? And had no clue that it was the first single at the time. You know, it's just like, it's so good.
0: So now where were you the first time that you heard yourself on the radio?
2: Um, I was in Visalia, California, down close to Bakersfield, and I heard the love song on the radio. My buddy Dave down there, he played Vince Gill, and he said. He played Vince Gill's Next Big Thing. He said, Speaking of the next biggest thing, here's here's a new York country artist coming out, with a song called The Love Song. This is Jeff Bates, and I heard it. And I made the guy, Sam, Sam that I was riding with for the Wharf RCA. We were actually headed to visit that radio station, Dave Daniel. Um, I got him to pull over to an of lodge park, parking lot. And I got out and got out on my knees and cried, thank God. And then I did a happy dance, and I can't dance. I know it had to be a (laughs) sack.
0: Okay, so um, He Wasn't Like Us. That is a phenomenal song.
2: Love it. wrote that with with Brandon Kinney and and Ben Hayslip. And it's really a long story leading up to it. It's just... I had I met somebody in the autograph line that bullied me when I was a kid. Wow! And he said, "You know, if I'd and 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 I, and and I wanted to, I was thinking, you know, I'd I take him now." Huh. <laughs> Man, I've been working. I got I yeah, got right. But I was wearing a little brace. I said, "WWJD?" Don't mean what would Jeff do? And I had a talk in my mind with Jesus right there. And you mean I got to forgive him too? Yes, you do. And we hugged one another, and, and it was very emotional. But as he, as he was getting ready to say goodbye, he said, you know, if I'd known you was going to be famous, I'd have been a lot nicer to you.
0: That ain't no way to be.
2: And I, Well, I mean, yeah. so I started thinking about it. Most famous guy in the world. How would people have treated him going to school? So that that was where.
0: This, uh, okay, I'm yeah. catching I, on. So the third verse, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm.
2: exactly, yeah, because exactly. yeah. yeah, they don't you don't get it until, it's about Jesus, right? Yeah,
0: right.
2: He had to be picked on, exactly. Yeah. He would not rock He wasn't walking around doing miracles, knocking kids down for being bullies. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hate bullies.
0: And, and you know, I think sometimes in life. The the things that we go through make us a, a better person. I mean, had you not went through that, would we have had that song? You know? No, I,
2: no, I don't. Th- I don't think so. I mean, you know. everything has a purpose, right? I agree. And God uses the worst of us. Yep. And I'm at the front of that line.
0: <laughs> so Riverbank, I'm telling you what. Just to, it, it makes me want to go fishing with my grandpa now yeah, because he he's still
2: alive, you know. He said because it'll be a grand memory later on in your life. Though.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely um, right. One
2: yeah. of the gifts my daughter got from an aunt was a fishing pole and a tackle box. She's 11. Just took her out this past summer, took her gator hunting. Oh, wow. There she is. Little old head perched up there in the middle of the front of the boat, mama, shining for gators, today, you know, waiting to see them eyes. Day. Yeah. Um, she still talks about it. When are we going to go back to Blusky? Like when are going to go day. back to Mississippi, you know? Right. And she wants to buy a whole wardrobe just to wear the Mississippi one time. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: She's she not spoiled, a- <laughs> is she? Huh? She's not spoiled, is she?
2: A little more than she ought to be.
0: I got you. <laughs> That, that's the only way to trade them. Yeah. So, so the song No Shame. Now, that's one of the songs that uh, I, I kind of texted to her and I was like, yeah. No shame, baby. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. that song right there is one of the greatest pickup songs in in my opinion. You know, song. No Shame. You know what I mean? I don't care yeah. what my boys think. I'm going to the house, you know? Right. Oh, right, it, right. It's phenomenal. Love it. Thank you, man.
2: Uh that was uh that was Kenny Beard and uh Deborah Allen. Baby I lied. and um uh Paul. I can't remember anybody's name anymore. So forever and ever, forever and ever, amen. That that Paul that wrote that.
0: Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah. So now what about the uh the wings of mama's prayers?
2: Wrote that with Chris Burgeness. Um Probably took 30 minutes. We were writing a whole other song and started that, and the words fell out of my mouth. We were talking about jail time. And me having called my mama from jail and told her where I was, and she said two things. Well, I love you, and I'll be praying for you, and I'll see you when you get out. Mama's going to be praying for me. And a lot of people thought, well, that ain't right. Oh, she saved my life. And there was holes on the boards, but the floor by her bed where she, where she prayed. On the wings of uh, mama prayers prayer. are pure prayers. I spent her last they ain't selfish. They carry my babies, God. Yeah. They come from a special place.
1: Actually, that kind of leads into, uh, well, one of my questions. So it's like I said before, all three of us are <clears throat> rooted in faith. I didn't know if you wanted to, you know, share your testimony or share an experience that you've had in your life that maybe, you know, God helped out with. Undoubtedly, you know, if something that you know, if somebody else hears it, you know, they're going to know, well, maybe if it's not something they have, they're like, well, you know, this could help me.
2: It is easy to be mad. It is easy to be bitter. It is easy to make mistakes and blame the world for them. It is easy. To, all of that just helps say, "Well, it wasn't me. It was somebody else that 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 hit that meth pipe, stole that stuff." You know what? That. And I'd lived that way my whole life, blaming somebody else. And when I got in jail, and I realized I wasn't going anywhere. No, and when I realized where i was and i put first time in my life here i am in jail i put me here i was a two-year two-year meth addict uh stealing to support my habit got caught not everybody gets caught i did but it was a good place to reboot you know Mm -hmm. lost everything all i owned was the clothes i wore in on my back and and I just fall down by my little bunk in that jail cell. I know I'm looking at six to 15 years. I ain't going nowhere. What I do know is I don't want to stay in there no 15 years being the same person I've been my whole life. I don't know how to fix me. Obviously, I don't know how to change me. But I got a God and I got a creator. And he'll change me. If I'm willing to do the work, one of the things I hate hearing people say, well, I'm waiting on God to just fix this. I'm waiting on God to to remove this from me, you know, that ain't going to happen until you take action, take action. What is that action? Now turn my life over to my higher power, to to, to Christ, to God, and be willing to do the work and get, get honest with me first. Because if you can't be honest with yourself, you ain't going to be honest with nobody. It is a everyday challenge for people like me. Um, Sometimes I win. Sometimes I succeed. Sometimes I fail. Sometimes I fall. But this coming up March 14th of 2022, I will celebrate my 21st year being Drug and alcohol free.
0: Congratulations.
2: But you gotta be willing to do the work, man. And you're gonna fall. You're gonna you're gonna hurt. You're gonna be yeah. pissed at yourself.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but God ain't standing there waiting to judge you. He's standing there waiting to help you. Yeah. Right. But reach up and take the hand and get ready to work, because there's just some work. Right. Oh yeah. Don't lay down and wait on him.
0: And, and you know, Jordan, I've seen I, I think uh Israel Bergerson, the Hart County jailer, want to give him a shout out. He's gonna be listening. He uh, is he am. he's phenomenal, isn't he? He yeah. he's something else. I always tell my wife jokingly, I was like, Well, if the law comes, if they don't say Hart County on him, tell him I ain't here. <laughs> because he's the only jailer that'll treat you normal. Yeah. You know. Now, uh Jeff has been up there, I think he's been up there three times, right? yeah three About times three time. and he played for the inmates phenomenal took the time to shake their hands and pray with them and i yeah, mean to see an artist go from here to here is just i mean there's not a good word to describe it except that, what is, what is,
2: yeah what are we what are we doing if we can't share god right yeah listen the word of god is offensive the gospel is offensive to sin. It's offensive to pride. It's offensive to everything that's this not God-centered. Yeah. So yeah, people's gonna get mad about it. We want to get it out of our school. We want to get it out of our government. So we want do what we want to do when we want to do it, without somebody saying we're wrong. Yeah. Um, go for it. It's Just gonna bite you. It bit me. Every, mad. Every it'll, it'll always bite you. It'll always come back. There'll be a judgment one day and it'll be, and when it comes, it will be because more of us finally gave in and gave up yeah, yeah. to our pride and our sin than, than there was pray for us.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I truly believe that, you know, God's been a part of your music this far. And, and yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's phenomenal. Now, With that being said, what's left on your bucket list? Do you have a bucket list of things that you would like to accomplish?
2: Man, I'm just enjoying life. Uh, I want to keep producing. We're in my my home studio right now. Uh, I love producing other artists, other ads. I I still write. have a new album Uh, that I still got to finish up on me and an idea for my next one after that. I ain't going anywhere. I, ain't, I mean, until God takes me, uh, my prayer is, is that I get to live with my daughter's 11 years old. My prayer is that I live long enough to get to see her grown and finished school. And, um, some of her dreams coming true, you know, yeah, once right. she knows what those dreams are. Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: that's, that's, that's what I'm after. Hope to tell, keep telling people about Jesus and, yeah. um, keep enjoying my life yeah wish for good health
0: now uh that that song that'll get you 10 i love the storyline oh man i mean you know i was telling jordan about it i mean it's like the perfect rule book like if you if you got a teenager about ready to start driving they need to just sit down and listen to that song because this is what it's going to get you If you don't, you know, and that's what I love about country music that around that era that you, you know, um, this new stuff, I'm not really, it's kind of hard to take messages from some of it. There's a few that's good. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it's not as I hoped we would be in country music, but
2: yeah. But we ain't in charge. Huh? But we ain't
1: in charge.
0: Right. (laughs) No.
2: I just do me, you do you, and we'll do yeah. what we do.
1: That's what we do. Yeah. Well, that kind of leads into a question I have. Now, this is the one that I'm more so worried about you not wanting to answer. <laughs> 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 so if you look out at the industry right now of all the people that are you know in it, is there an artist that you look at and you think, what the hell? Why are they even Why are they here? <laughs>
0: And he may not so answer
1: that.
2: Yeah, yeah, there, there is, there is one. All right, yeah.
1: Me. <laughs> <laughs> the most humble answer you could possibly give.
2: Right, <laughs> uh, I can't believe it. I. You know, you try your whole life to to get
1: here.
0: Yeah. Right, did you
2: get here? And everything, every good thing is going to come to an end, you know. And every, every, every mountain you climb, it has an apex, and and and, and then you're going to start going downhill again. It's 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 inevitable. Gravity. Yeah. Um. I'm just glad I got to be here and be a part of it. Who am I to judge? You know, I don't, I don't judge the artist side of it ever, ever, ever. That that, that goes against what being an artist means. You know, being an artist is in, in intensely personal to an artist. Yeah. Man. This is my art. This is what I do. If you don't like it, that's okay. I'm still gonna make my art. Right. So, now, do I disagree with business decisions and marketing decisions and the and, and audience decisions that, that the gatekeepers uh yeah, I don't like it at all. Yeah. But they're they're chasing their dog. Yeah you know, and so at the end of the day, you go sign a record deal and you'll do what you do. And then that, I think the only record deal that never came to an end was Eddie Arnold. because He had a lifetime contract with RCA. Everybody else, those record deals come to an end sooner or later. Yeah. yeah. Are you selling out? No, you, you sign up to try to get your music. Yeah. Out to as many people as you can. Yeah. Cause you feel like you, you got something to say and, and you help they hear it, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm the I'll be the first I pick on.
0: All right, <laughs> that's yeah, fair enough. So now, if you, um, what what's one of the nicest artists that you've met your entire career? Who has been somebody that that you was just tickled to death to meet?
2: Jimmy Fortune Statler, brother. If there is a n- nicer guy on planet Earth than Jimmy Fortune. He'll make me sick. Hmm. (laughs) Sweetheart of a man. He's down to earth. And, and, and then he's always the same. I know he's, I, I, if there's an artist out there that I wish that I was more like, it would be Jimmy Fortune. Wow. That's
1: high praise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now he sucks singing. He's horrible. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
2: that guy still sings his tail off
0: yeah wow. so well i mean i'm good on questions what about now J- jordan you had the 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 big one that we talked about
1: i have a big one okay i'm gonna all wait the right. to last to ask it oh I, right. I got a couple you know <clears throat> random questions are you a sports fan at all nah okay see right there with me i'm a big <laughs> I, sports no, fan
0: worse.
2: You know, you know, I watch a little I watch a little college football, but you know, uh I I'm for whoever y'all are for. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm having to miss a Kentucky basketball game right now, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. That's how much that's that's how much this means to me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Well, I, I know that a lot of people are huge fans of it and I and I can certainly appreciate it and I'm all for it and, and have a fun time picking it, folks, where you know, yeah. I, I've got one friend who's an Auburn fan, one friend is LSU fan. And mm-hmm. so uh, they go at one another, and I, I, I laugh, and, and I, I take part in that. But yeah. you know what, man, as long as it's fair and and and, and people enjoy it and, and it's part of your family and what you love to do, that's American to me. That's, that's – right. sports are American. That's great. Do I take part in them and, and, and bet money and all that stuff and – show up and cheer, I don't have time to and, and I really never had a big interest. Yeah. Uh because they kind of tipped me off to start with. I was sick when I was a kid and I couldn't play. So
1: Yeah, yeah. well there you go. Gotcha. See so so growing I, up so I didn't I started... have hunting or you know fishing. Yeah, you know, my, you know, my dad didn't play you know music at all. Um but we watched sports and that yeah. that's kind of how we you know bonded. So yeah. well, we
2: watched wrestling.
1: Well yeah. Then my grandma watched wrestling. She yeah, watched either the Religious Channel. It was one of the two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until the day she died, that's all she watched. Yeah.
2: My daddy was a huge fan. All right.
1: So, uh, since you're living in Nashville, is there a place down there that's your uh, favorite place to eat? Home. Uh, what about a restaurant? Is there a <laughs> restaurant that's your favorite?
2: Um, there was, there, there was, and it's just, it's not anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't go eat out much anymore. I, I, you know, me and my wife got divorced, uh, first year. Um, I love to cook. My kid gets over here with me. We have 50, 50 custody. And so I got a, uh, KitchenAid, believe this. I got a KitchenAid mixer for Christmas. And, um, just a couple of days ago, we made a chocolate pie together and, and, and I'll say, baby girl, you want to go over here and eat? No, daddy, let's just eat at home. And, and so, um, quit going. Priceless. Priceless. Yeah. 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 But, but I'm simple. I love a good steak that cooked, cooked on the, uh. Cooked on the uh, fire in my backyard. I ain't talking about a steak cooked on a grill. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the fire pit, right? Yeah. And um, so a good steakhouse. I love that. There, there was there was a cafe in Nashville that I loved to eat at every time I went, just because they had that old, old, old um water water cornbread. You know, hot water cornbread, and and they closed, and, and after about. 27 years in business and I was broken hearted over that just because it was kind of food I was raised on.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, so I really don't, I don't go out anymore. I'm sorry. sorry. I don't do much no. exciting.
1: That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> I thought I'd ask, I go down to Nashville zone. So I thought, well, maybe he's got a, he's got a spot. I don't know about that. I need to, try I like, out. I
2: like cookout hamburgers about yeah. as good as I do five guys and they're cheaper.
1: Yeah. 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 I went to Hattie B's. I've actually been a few times now, but the you know, first yeah, time I first went. Time <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, chicken. I yeah. love it. <laughs> All right. Here's my big question. All right. I want. To, <clears throat> picture this. If you got to close your eyes, close your eyes. All right. You're walking on a highway. It's yeah. otherwise empty. There are no cars or no other people. You look to your right. It's a field. And you see, yeah, you know, two people standing in it. One is God, and the other is the devil. And they have motion for you to walk, you know, their way. So you walk that way. You get right in front of them, and you have to sing one song to save your soul. <clears throat> what song are you singing? Amazing grace,
2: how sweet the sound. That saved the rich like me. Oh, I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now
0: I see. Thanks Amen. Wow. Amen. That is awesome.
1: that's exactly the answer i wanted yeah (laughs) that was
2: great i appreciate it and we didn't talk about it beforehand
1: yeah no (laughs) no we didn't
0: guys thank y'all so much for uh, for being with us yeah yeah i mean this this right here is awesome we Mm -hmm. we thank you so much jeff for taking the time to be with us. thank you for being who you are everything that you've done over the years and been so nice to me and my family i mean We'll forever be grateful to you, man. Yeah, Yeah, Likewise, my brother. God bless you.
1: It was a joy to meet you. getting to know you. I appreciate it. I I love the
0: interview. It was great. Thank Thank you. Thank you.
2: Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year.
0: All right. We'll see you on down the road, Jeff.
2: The best is yet to come. Yes, Yes, sir. sir.
0: Yes, sir. All right. See you, buddy. See. See you. The
1: country music critic expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, instant or special, consequent
0: or any other damages arising out of the convictions so, of reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or in the information originating from this podcast. All information is obtained by the Lord, by the way.